told you. <laughs> I told you. Yeah, we doing this one for all the ladies. It's Christmas. Except this the season. Oh, Lord, I'm so happy to be oh, back. Oh, Talk oh, about it. I got a bad <laughs> Y'all don't understand the pain I just felt yeah, right there. This goes out to all the ladies. Thank you. Pain. I was so nervous. But wait a minute. Let me check. Oh, boy, Lord. boy, boy. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love. And like always, I'm joined by a very <laughs> special host, India Marie. The remix, India Marie and B Love, the husband and wife duo. You didn't know you need, but you got us, and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday, give it up for yourself one time, man. Give it up for yourself. Mm. Oh, yeah, my button's pulled up. I'm not, I'm not messing with this computer. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Before we got over here, we have been trying to record for the last 15 to about 18 minutes. I was panicked. My heart dropped. I was saying to myself, we are about to miss another episode. Three weeks, we might as well quit. But hell no. Nah. I looked up <laughs> to the sky. Looked up to my man B.I. from up above. <laughs> God did. And I hit the button and I fixed it. Come on, man. Oh, I'm Lord. so happy right now. Thank y'all for all the well wishes. Um, thank y'all for all the concern. We got to let gratitude be our attitude. So many people were concerned about what was going on. With what? Why we missed two weeks? They knew if you listen, you well, knew so that the we last were going episode, to miss. We told we told y'all that it was a possibility. Yeah, so we gave y'all a heads up. Uh, obviously the second week was <laughs> outside of our control. <laughs> listen, man, I'm gonna keep it real. So we've been gone for two weeks and we got a lot to cover. So I'm gonna try to do it chronologically, but I might miss some things. First week, we were out. India's grandmother passed away. God bless her. We had to take off and go to Memphis. Now, India, being pregnant, was like, hey, listen, if you want me to go to Mississippi to see your family, we're going straight from Memphis to Mississippi. And I'm going to give a relationship about that a little bit later on. However, we did that. And while we were in Mississippi, you take off and tell them what happened. <laughs> A lot of things happened. <laughs> Talk to him. Tell him what happened. Tell him why. It was why. really like a, it was like. Okay, okay, okay. Get it there. was a crazy trip. So the day we got there, Baird's grandma. Oh, my God. Had been rushed to the hospital. So I was like, Lord, not again. Because, we, you know, we lost we lost my my mom's mom. We lost her it's in 2021. Much. And then we lost my dad's mom. Uh a couple of weeks ago, and then we get to Mississippi, and his grandma then got rushed into the hospital. I mean, like, as soon as we pull into Hales of Hers, we call his mama. I was like, you probably need to call it to make sure, you know, somebody at home. My mom was crying over the phone. Now, if you've never called your parents and heard them cry you don't know the sinking feeling that comes in your stomach i'm gonna tell you on the scale of 
One to your wife is in pain. That's right next to my wife is in pain. That is right next door. So when you call your mom and she's crying, the only thing higher than that is your wife. I'm telling you, it's a well, it's a bad feeling. So um Bear's mom is <laughs> it's so crazy. Y'all, it's a lot of sick people out right now. It like it is a lot of sick people in this world. So sick she's in the head to, too. Barrett's grandmother was supposed to be in one hospital that's not that far from Hazelhurst. Well, she, they didn't have no hospital beds. How you gonna get hospital beds, <laughs> man? COVID-19, it's not even, you know, 19 anymore. Uh, So they had to transport her yeah, yeah. to a hospital that's like two hours away from their hometown. And so... So I want some change. Barrett be speeding. But it was far. It's far for you to have to go to the hospital and be away from your loved ones. Understood. So, um, that was that. Barrett's mom finally comes back to the house. And you, you just, Barrett's mom, like, she carries anxiety, like, in her body. Like, you just look at her and you know she's stressed out. Two different people. <laughs> so, <laughs> Two different she people. walks in the house and I'm like, oh, Lord, <laughs> what kind of trip this about to be? It's bad, man. And uh, my grandma's okay. She, she got out of the hospital the day before Thanksgiving. Um, but then Barry's mom walks in. She was like, "Well, I might as well go ahead and tell you. We, you had we was planning you a baby shower. It was supposed to be a surprise." And so she takes out the. They have like, she has printed out like hard copy invitations. Fire. Mailed them out. They're supposed to be like all these people coming. She had. She said she had like almost forty RSVPs. Nope. And so she was like, well, I just don't know what's going to happen now. Like, I don't know who's going to have to cancel it because I don't know what's going on with mama. And I was like, well, if you have to cancel it, it's fine. Like, you know, (laughs) but thank you. Very appreciative of this surprise. Yeah. So that was that. The week continues. You know, Bear's grandmother finally gets out of the hospital. Yep. And then everybody's still scrambling because Thanksgiving. First of all, I've never been to Bear's family's house for Thanksgiving because we always been Thanksgiving in Memphis with my family. And I love that. Uh, so I, I honestly didn't know how they did Thanksgiving. I was so just first time. Nothing like your first time. So now they're scrambling because they always do Thanksgiving dinner at his grandma's house. But she is not able to like do the things she normally does. So they're like, well, who's cooking what? Who's doing this? With Bear, we need you to go take out the tables. And it was just chaos. It was. It was real life chaos. And then in the middle of that, they done, they done bought her a new stove and a dishwasher. They trying to get that shit installed. And it was just, they're like. What the fuck is going on? Normally it's a very like chill trip. But this, yeah. this trip, it just wasn't like, it wasn't, it wasn't that. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about things. It was really like a movie. I'm not even lying. Because let me tell you the funniest part. We missed it, but I'm going to double back. So we're in Memphis, right? So we're doing the funeral thing. And then after that, we go to the repast. The next day, we go to India's aunt's house to have a, you know, a re-repast. No, black people, we can't have one repast. Boy, you get the family together, it's a family reunion. You at least got to have two repasses. So, we did the first one. The next day, we did the re-repast. We went back to her aunt's house. But that was just like my immediate family. Her immediate family, right. Like, not everybody, but still. When you get the family together, you got to keep celebrating. Or not. You know, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. Uh, so we get there and we're eating like this is a Thanksgiving dinner almost like we got dressing 
greens, so my granddaddy, turkey. My granddaddy makes some of the best dresses. Yeah. Like ever. It he, was fire. He's old, bless his soul, but he still be in the kitchen whipping water. Whipping like he, when I say my granddaddy be cooking. Like Jesus. He be cooking. Yeah. So, um, he had made some dresses. I guess my auntie was like, well, let's just, you know, I'll gather here and we'll eat it. Right so on. he had made the chicken and dressing and then he had some Ghibli gravy and they had the greens and it was it was like Thanksgiving on a smaller scale, but it was perfect. Yeah, it was, it was cool. literally perfect. So everybody just kind of chilling. And this part was like legit. Like a movie. Like, a, like movie, traditional, like black families <laughs> before they, before, than my daddy. <laughs> Every time these Negroes get together, they got to argue and debate and compete about something. But that's my guy, though. I done seen them. That's my main man. I done seen them arm wrestle, play basketball. Like they they arguing and debating about something. (laughs) And so I don't know how they got to this conversation, but they was talking about running. And Bear made a joke. It was like, "Well, you 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 ain't gonna be able to run with them cigarettes you smoke." (laughs) And my daddy was like, "All right, let's run right now." So before I know it, they taking off shirts and jackets and everybody's walking outside. I'm trying to, to get my father-in-law. Right. I, I, I just want my father-in-law to live a little longer. I just want him to stop. He in great shape. Phenomenal shape. If he stops smoking the cigarettes, he ain't be even better shape. So, oh, my daddy boy. is in pretty good shape considering yeah. the life that he's lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is in pretty good shape. So, man, listen. We sitting at the dinner table and it happened. He said, well, let's go outside. Mind you, it's his neighborhood, so I don't know where we're running to. Let's we're in, we in Westwood, y'all. Like, if you're from Memphis, my family's from Westwood. We in Westwood. <laughs> and they want to run the block. And, and it's 30 degrees outside. <laughs> so he came out of his shirt. Who am I? Let's go. I came out of my shirt. Mind you, we just dropped our forks. I'm talking about we just put our forks down. He went and got two plates. I said, hey, man, you don't want to run. You just ate two plates. I'm telling him that, right? Man, we get outside, and India's cousin just happened to say, I want to race too. This man is like 18 years old. I'm like, bro, you're going to win. Relax. You can just run. <laughs> not racing you. He's 18 years old. I'm not going to race. You know, I'm 30, 26. Uh, but anyway, we take <laughs> off, and her dad takes off. Oof. I'm just got my pace going. Choo, 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 choo. <laughs> An Indian dad, at least about four people in front of me. Choo, 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 choo. I'm just steady. Just like the story, the turtle and the hare. I'm just steady running. Just steady. Got my little face. All of a sudden, I pass him. He said, hey, man, you got it. <laughs> so at that point, I'm like, thank you, God, because I was tired of running, too. So we just jog it out. We both tired. And Boom. my little cousin, he looking like a cracky. I mean, his arms just pumping. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> Relax. It's between me and my father-in-law. First, what are you doing? She fucking up the rotation. Anyway, man, we boom. We beat him. India standing there. All the whole family standing there recording this. So I'm like, yeah, I beat him. I'm trying to catch my breath. I'm dapping up. You know what I'm saying? Hugging everybody. Hugging First him. Of all, they, him both, they both cut the corner walking. We did. Just Bear was walking in front of my daddy. Because he said, I got it. <laughs> I'm not going to keep running out. <laughs> You have And when they conceded. said they was gonna race, I thought they was just fun. Me too, I like, thought they was just gonna hit a sprint to the end of the street, but nah, they 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 did the block. It was about a half mile. They finished in, in their age groups. You know, obviously my 18-year-old <laughs> cousin came in first. Beard is like mid going on late 30s. Chill, so he chill. came in second. You know, my daddy, he in his mid late to late 50s. 50s. Yeah. <laughs> 
So they, they, I guess they finished about right. So, man, we got in there, everybody talking, and her dad still trying to say something to me. I'm like, all right, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Nobody knew because I played it off so smooth. Y'all, when I tell you I went in the bathroom and I threw up my life right in the toilet, I said, golly, mind you, we just got done eating. But I forgot one thing. What? Before we ate, what did we do? We went and got smoothies. I got oh, a protein. Yeah. So not only do I got this on my system, I got a protein smoothie with cayenne pepper. My whole insides felt like somebody was chitting me with a blowtorch. I came back out. I was so embarrassed at India. I got to tell you something. She's like, what? I said, man, I just threw up. I said, we got to go. Your well, we boy planning, threw up. That was like our last stop. But, you know, despite why we went to Memphis, we left Memphis on very... Good positive circumstances. Yeah. The like, vibes are strong. Yeah, and it's been a while since my family has been like this. It's been a lot of tension in my family over the past yeah. couple of years, so it was nice to leave on that note. It was fun. But then we we get to Mississippi. <laughs> it's like we were here, and then it took us there. <laughs> Back at it again. Took us down. <laughs> so yeah, man, so, but it um, was a good time. It was a good time. So yeah, we we did Thanksgiving, and um, you know. I'm gonna say this. Talk to him. I love Bear's family. Oh shit! Hold um, on. There's always one person. Oh. You know the the sicknesses we've been dealing with a lot of sickness for for years. So now. this is the first week that we missed. Now here comes week two. It, there, there's a lot of there, there's a lot of sickness going around, and you know niggas love to blame it on their sinuses. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Niggas love a sinus congestion story. It's just, just, just congestion, just congestion. You know, there's a couple of people like that around walking around on Thanksgiving. I said, okay, sinus congestion. Don't, ain't nobody trying to miss no dressing, so you're gonna chalk it up to a sinus infection. Sinus infection. I said, all right. Talk about it. Well, we get to Saturday, and at this point, I'm really tired. Like I'm, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> like I'm just because I couldn't sleep. Um, I just wasn't comfortable. Like Barry should probably like he probably thought I was crazy. I was literally getting up to pee like eight, ten times a night. Like yeah, I she was, was ready boy. to go home. Saturday gets here, his baby shower day. I'm like, cool, we get through the shower. We're leaving on Sunday morning. Like, you'll be fine. Get to the shower. Bear picks me up. Mind you, Bear's mom's house is walking distance from his grandma's house. The shower was at the church, which is next door to his grandma's house. Like, we all right there. The real Mississippi stuff. But this day, it decides to pour down right So Bear took Blake up to his grandma's house, came back, got me. I walk into the shower. I'm like, where's Blake? And he's like, oh, he at my grandma's house. Let me go get him. He walks over, bring him back. Blake. But my cousin was there, my older cousin. Um, He was like, hey, man, I don't think Blake feel good. He's not acting like himself right now. I said, oh, man, he's just tired. I pick him up and bring him back to India. Yeah, so he's like, I just want to lay down, and I'm cold. And I was like, ain't no reason for you to be cold. Like, what's going on? So Bear takes him back to his grandma's house. He goes to sleep immediately. And let me tell you, else I know he was sick, too. All he could think about was his homegirl coming. Yeah. He was talking about Jabria coming. Jabria's coming. Jabria's coming. I'm like, yeah, she'll be there. She'll be there, too. But... At that point, he didn't give a damn about Jabril being yeah. there. He wanted to go to sleep. So, Blake goes to lay down. And the shower 
goes on. That's why, like, I was posting pictures from the shower on my story. There are none of Blake. Blake missed the entire thing. Yep. So towards the end of the shower, I get a text from his cousin, and she says, "Hey, um, I." <laughs> she says, "Hey, I'm gonna have to mail you your gift. I just left the doctor. I got the flu." I said, "Well, that's just great." Who and was so she I, sitting I already by? Start panicking. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, like, my panic kicks in immediately. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to get the flu. Because I sat by, I had sat by her literally the entire time. Like, any time the family was together, I, I was sitting next to her. So I was like, I know I got the flu. I, I'm going to get it. I, I don't know. It's only a matter of time. Bear was like, well, you need to stop thinking like that. And I was like. We could talk about that on another episode. The, the, the way <laughs> they've been talking about the flu and how contagious it See, is. See, I ain't even know. I, like, ain't no way I don't have it. I didn't even know. So then I said, Bear, I just have a feeling Blake is sick. I'm finna go check on Blake. So I leave the shower. <laughs> she left her own baby shower. And shout out to Chandra, man. She pulled up on us. I'm sorry we didn't even get a chance to see him. <laughs> so I go check on Blake. Blake has just woken up, and Bear's grandma is holding Blake. My my, my the grandma, grandma that just got, got out of the, the hospital. hospital. <laughs> He's holding my sick ass kid. I'm gonna show y'all a picture of him too. So I grab Blake, put him on my lap, feel him. He's burning up. I said, "Oh, we gotta go. We gotta go." And Barry's grandma, she was like, "He's just so sweet. He just got up and crawled right in my lap." I she said, was so excited. Me, mom, that's because he don't feel good. She was so excited. <laughs> I said, "He don't feel good." So we take him back to the house. We looking for a thermometer. We screaming. Can't find shit in his mama's house. I said, take him to urgent care. Like we, we just been taking him to urgent care because we trying to leave in the morning. We need to know what's going on. We get to urgent care. They test him for flu, COVID, strep, and RSV. All his tests came back negative. Big negative. Just like his dad. But mind you, his fever was 103.1 when we got there. Oh. So they were basically like, you know, if you've already had someone in your family that you were around test positive for the flu, he more than likely has it. It's just not picking up on the test yet. I would take him to get him tested again in two days, which would have been Monday. We would have been back in Nashville. That's a fact. So it was like, okay, fine. So, you know, we start rotating him on Tylenol, Motrin, doing all that. And um, we hit the road. Oh, so Saturday night when I get home, I told Beard. I said, well, look at that. My throat is scratchy. I said, oh, shit. That's what I said. Soon as she hit me with her throat is scratchy, every time she does it, I know what's about to happen. I said, my throat is scratchy. So we went to Walmart. I got ginger, lemon. I was like, let me just make me some tea. That's what I want to talk about. Do all of that. That's what I wanted to talk about. So I take me some tea, take me some emergency, go to sleep. Oh, I wake up the next morning and I'm really feeling like ass. So I got up. I said, Bear, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> now so mind you we are staying at my house my mom is staying at my grandmother's house and normally when she wakes up she's the first one to get up but she wants to come home and cook breakfast continue on yeah so we like we we shower get dressed pack the car up Load up all the gifts, do all the things. Still and no it's sign like of my almost mama? nine o'clock and his mama ain't there. I said, Barry, I bet your mama don't feel good. I'm like, hell no, nah, not my mama. She up she up there at my grandma <laughs> cooking and she know we gonna come up there and see him. So we drive up to his grandma's house before we hit the road. His mama opens the door. She's still sleeping her nightgown. Eyes and she's closed. like, Y'all finna go? And she's 
I got a fever. I said, all right, we we go. We out We here. out. We out. <laughs> Gots to go. Gots to go. I left my sister there. I said, ooh, I hope you don't get it. But my sister has every vaccine known to man. She probably His sister won't. is a cancer research doctor. She heavily believes in all of that stuff. So she she's had her boosters, her flu shots. She she done had everything they done offered her. If they make it, she got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has it in her stream. Yeah. So we hit the road and each hour we're driving home. I, I'm declining. I mean, like I'm I'm just going down further and further down the hill. Blake. Ain't complained about nothing the whole trip. It it took us seven hours to get home. And that's unlike him. He ain't asked us about the music. He ain't asked us to change nothing. He ain't asked for nothing to eat. He wouldn't eat. I was so so excited. The only thing I wasn't excited about is we hit traffic. I was like, I know he has the flu. I know he has the flu. So we get done. But we get back to uh, Nashville. Yep. And Bear was like, are you okay? And I was like... Uh-uh. Like, my body had started hurting. I felt like I was just breaking down. Mm-hmm. And then I took my feet temp, and I actually did have a fever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just sat there, and I just started crying. Now? <laughs> I just started crying. Let me jump in. <laughs> we all feel helpless, right? And we want to help. But as a man, there's no, there's no feeling more helpless than when you see your pregnant wife crying and she won't tell you what's wrong. I said, Andy, what's wrong? I don't know. <laughs> and Sasha gets sad. I said, what's hurting? I don't know. <laughs> it got worse. You want to go to the ER? I don't know. I'm like, what can I do to help you? You know what to say right here. Insert. I don't know. Everything I asked. So she laying up on the couch. I'm like, I just kept telling him that my body was hurting. That's it. I kept asking over and over. Do you want to go to the ER? I'm just going to wait till tomorrow and see what the doctor going to say. This point, she boom, boom. Email the OB. She hit her back. Hey, you know, you need to go to your urgent care clinic to make sure you don't have the flu. The flu is out there. Protect yourself. It's seven o'clock at night on a Sunday. Where am I going to find an urgent care? And after sitting in the car for seven hours, pregnant, who the fuck wants to go sit in the emergency room? Nobody. And that's why I'm like, nah, we can't go to the yard. I ain't want to pay that 500 Even though I got good insurance, it was still going to be 500 So I was like, I will just sit here, you know, and try to sleep it off. So he took me to the doctor the next morning. Flu test came right up. Yep, your flu positive. I'm talking about her shit came up. <laughs> The lady stuck it in her nose. Oh, no. We got to <laughs> it's so much to tell, y'all, man. So I didn't know how, like, uh, how much of a pansy my wife was, right? You see people get shots. You see people get their blood drawn. But I've never seen her get a COVID test before. I've seen her give herself one, but I've never seen her physically get a COVID test. My man came in there with the flu test. Old black man. Well, come on, Miss Newsom. Got to go in and see what's going on up there. My boy got that Q-tip. Loop. India, I'm not even exaggerating <laughs> when I tell you she pushed this man's arm. This is his arm. And she really, I'm talking about this is it. Stuck it up her nose. Oh. The dude looked at it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's over now. It's how far we got to go. I looked at her. I was so mad because the guy is old, but he's so nice. 
nice to us he every time is. we come. He's so nice. For her to physically assault this man. <laughs> I'm like, bro, he just stuck it up. And I'm talking about she sneezed for the next 10 minutes. I did. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this shit's getting out of hand. We got to go. We got to go. The lady came back not even three minutes later. Got the flu. <laughs> And at first she came in there, she was talking to us real happy. She came back, boy, she put a force field between India and myself and her. Yeah, you got the flu. <laughs> you got it. Nasty ass. You better take your ass home, get away from me with that ass shit. But. So since I had tested positive for the flu, we didn't even bother to take Blake back that day. Yeah, we knew like, the Obviously, we both have the flu. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, it was a very miserable week last week. And y'all know I tried to make a pod. I'm like, you know, you know what I'm saying? You think you can't squeeze one out? Like, we can still come over here and pod. Don't talk to me about that right now. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? So after I, she said it like that with that voice, don't talk to me about that right now. See, we just going to miss two weeks in a row. I would rather miss two than three because if I kept pressing the issue, she was going to say, I'm not potting for the rest of the month, maybe even after the baby comes. So I'm like, yeah, let me just chill the hell on out because I know what's about to happen. Now, the flu, I had COVID for Christmas last year. And I just really had a lot of anxiety about it, like, I think I, I don't know if I've said this before, we but talk about I the was, other thing that happened. So when I had COVID for Christmas last year, yeah. I was pregnant then. And I don't think the baby actually ever grew past the week I had COVID. And so I just felt like a lot of guilt behind that. And so for me to like get sick again during this pregnancy, obviously I'm at the very end now. It was just like I have I just felt so bad. So it was like my mental state was fucked up last week. And then also I was actually feeling physically really bad and it felt worse than having COVID. Like I I was like, I was not this sick when I had COVID at all. And as a husband, there's nothing for you to do. You can try to talk to her. You can try to help her out. There was nothing for me to do. If she would have asked me for something, I would have did it every time. But every time I asked her, she didn't know. The only thing I asked her for was food. Like day three of the flu, I did not leave the I didn't leave the bed. The boy smelled nasty in there too. It smelled like medicine, soup, and bio body odor. Don't do that face with me. No, I didn't. (laughs) You wasn't baby. It smelled like food because I kept eating in there. Oh, and if we talked about this, you should not eat. In your bedroom. So oh, every so time one, I one, walked in there, I was pissed. One one day, yep. Blake ate in there with me. <laughs> oh man! And I, I had so put mad. a towel down for him, and but you know he still had. Crumbs. Bro, I was so mad. So Barry got to bed that night. He said, "What is this in the bed?" But <laughs> Blake had wasted his hash burns in the bed. Look, like, hold and on. I thought on. I had gotten it all out. <laughs> Then look at the type of shit they eating in the bedroom. Like grease. And y'all all know how French fries and hash brown smells if you leave them out. Well, we were so tired on, of man. we were so tired of eating soup that one morning um Bear had my sister get up and go get us Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we just needed a break from soup. We have been eating soup for days at this point. Like our main thing was trying to stay hydrated. Both it's crazy. Neither one of y'all wanted to eat. Blake and Barrett. I'm sorry, Blake and myself. It's like we had the initial fever, got the fever to broke, and then break. Got the fever to break, and then it came back. 
like a day or two later. So yeah. that was the part that was just like, all right, enough of this. Yeah. The flu is out there. But I have to talk about this and I'm going to hit the button because I'm going to shift gears a little bit, but not really. During the week. I thought I was back, but I guess I was. <laughs> <laughs> she likes my stuff messed up. <laughs> well, you had already said that you weren't going to do the buttons anyway because the computer been acting week, a nut. We got deep. Let's chill. Now, real quick. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. I did. I always knew. Let me stop this. I always knew that she was not a fan of westernized medicine. I know that. Me, on the other hand, I told y'all this earlier. If I'm sick, Benadryl, Mucinex, Theraflu, and Dayquil. Same, the same person that you taking Robitussin since October. Ooh, and Robitussin. All five, the starting five, Take the holy grail of medicine. Since October, which obviously is not working. Have I coughed the last few days? I have you not. actually haven't coughed in the past couple of days. You ain't because of the damn robot. Yeah, it is. Cough free. <laughs> anyway, she turned into a whole witch. <laughs> what she's not going to tell you that I am, her remedies did not work either. Yes, they did. Blake never had a fever again after I put those potatoes on his feet. Stop right there. Say it for the people in the bank. What did you do again? I put potatoes on his feet. Bro, have anybody out there heard of cutting potatoes that you eat and put them on your feet? Raw potatoes. When she did that, I looked at her with a look of disdain, but I couldn't even like say anything to her because she was sick. She put a raw potato on my son's foot. I thought she turned into a witch. I'm not even joking. I put Be- onions next to his bed. Beyond that, keep going. You did what? I put onions next to his bed to try to dry out the germs in his room. What kind of onions did put- you put in his bed? Yellow onions. Yellow raw onions. Yeah. Uncooked. When you walk into my house, it <laughs> smelled so awful. It was a little Food funky. in the bedroom, onions in his room, and potatoes on his feet. She was trying to make a hash brown smothered and covered from so, the Waffle House. Remember when I told y'all that on Saturday <laughs> when we took him to urgent care, his fever was 103.1. Bruh. From there, I did what they asked us to do. We rotated between the Motrin and the Tylenol around the clock. Yeah. Well, by day three... He still had this fever. And you ain't supposed to be giving Tylenol and Motrin like so many days in a row. That's true. I get you that. And I was like, we're not, we're, it's obviously not working. It's it's not fighting this virus fast enough. So I'm done with it. Yeah, I, I can't listen. No I'm more. done with it. Like, I'm not giving him any more Motrin or Tylenol. Like, I'm done with it. So the day that he, the day I put the potatoes on his feet, his fever went back up. This time it was at 104. Y'all. The shit looks so nasty. So at this point, it's like, well, shit, it won't hurt, obviously. The the motion and Tylenol ain't helping. Like, I can't. I was trying to, like, cut him off from it, but I couldn't cut him off from it because his fever kept spiking again. So this night, I sliced up some potatoes. I put the raw potatoes on the bottom of his feet. Who does that? Now, the next morning... Took the potatoes off his feet. They were black. And that's what it's supposed to do. The potatoes are supposed to pull the toxins out of your body and break the fever. This is exactly what it did. 
Blake ain't had a fever since. If I leave a potato sitting out on the counter, it'll turn black. No, I and I did that too. It was it was I left one out. I don't believe you. I left one out and then I put the ones on his feet. The one that was left out on the counter was nowhere near. It wasn't even black. It just started to turn brown. When I tell you she turned into a witch hotel bohemian person. And when I well, and when my fever spiked the second time, I put them on my feet. Man, I was and my fever so hard. broke, and I was fine. I did my steam pots. Steam, we steam were inhaling pot? our citrus to help our because I never developed like a bad cough. Oh yeah, I was just sneezing. So then, check this out. They tell her to take Tamiflu once again. I know my wife. We went to the Walmart pharmacy, and this whole time I'm thinking to myself, she ain't finna take this shit. She's not gonna let Blake take it. Why are we here? We sitting there waiting, and then they had Blake's information mixed up. So not only did I have to wait, I had to go back up there to get some straightening. So we sitting there waiting. We get back to the house. India, take the Tamiflu. I ain't gonna take it. I said, say what? <laughs> I don't feel like I need it. It's past my 48 hours. I think I'm just going to sit here with my potatoes and my onions. I'm like, all right, well, this is now turned into a restaurant, huh? So she sat there with her potatoes and her onions. Mind you, the Tamiflu was 10 bucks. Now, I know you like 10 bucks, but it's $10 I could have put on FanDuel. I had to buy it twice, which is now $20. I could have used that $20 put on FanDuel. So let me ask a question to everybody out there. Who is in charge of the medical decisions in your household when it comes to your children? Should it be a collective effort or... Does one person supersede the other one? You tell me. I just think you should let the wife who has the knowledge and the wisdom do her thing. <laughs> what kind uh, of BS that's, that's is what this? I think. Cause guess what? What's up? Neither Talk of to us me. took the damn flu. We're both fine now. The only thing Blake had that I got a little concerned about was he had a cough, and I didn't want the cough to go to his lungs. So what did you do for cough. that? I gave him two teaspoons of honey because I did some research, and they said that the two teaspoons of honey now could be just that. as effective as children's cough medicine. I have been giving him the children's cough medicine for like two and a half days. It was not working. I gave him two teaspoons of honey. Guess what happened? What happened? He stops coughing. She was so excited. Oh, my God. And he is so excited. <laughs> Sugary-ass honey. And oh, he wants some now just because. But he hasn't been coughing. So you think the wife should be in charge of all medical decisions when it comes to medicine for the child? I think whoever. Should we not talk about it though? No, because you're very much like your own mama. And I don't agree Girl, with Girl, I that. will turn this mother out if you talk about my mama again. I don't agree with the way y'all handle sickness. It's all right, though. I don't agree with the way you handled it, but I concede to you and let you do your thing. Because, because it works. Not, not because, because it works. works. It's <laughs> because it works. It's not because it works. I broke his works. fever with potatoes. I stopped his cough with honey. Like, what are we even still talking about here? It's because I know I if I try to do anything else, it's going to be an argument, right? <laughs> so in order for me not to argue, I think I just let you do it. But I think it needs to be something talked about. I think when you get into a relationship, y'all do need to have that talk too. When you get ready to have a child, getting ready to have another one right now, I do believe that, hey, what are we going to do when it comes to medicine? And I, I do believe that God put the fruits, the veggies, <laughs> and the herbs on this earth to heal our bodies. What's that last word you said again? Earth. 
No, not herbs. The other one was herbs. <laughs> how you herbs. Say, how you say that word? Herbs. Let me tell you something. I realized something else about my wife. There's certain words that she can't say because <laughs> of Memphis. And we talked about sword was one of them. Herbs is one of them, too. Every time she says herbs, if I'm not saying it right now, oh, my girl will enunciate the H. Herbs. I do not. I do not. I'm going to make sure 35 minutes. I'm going to make sure I go back to that and then put it back Anyways, where it needs to be. Whatever. But hold on, whatever. Keep talking. At the end of the day, if you don't have to use the medicine, and then we don't know what's actually in it. Then why am I gonna use it? Cause I think I think that's something that we need to look into. Who makes the medical decisions for the household? Damn. First thing popped up. <laughs> Better read it out loud. Women are responsible for most of the health decisions in the home. On Mother's Day, recognizing women as the chief medical officers in their home is a necessity. Over 80%, um, according to the United States Department of Labor, over 80% of women make all medical decisions in their household without discussing it with their husband first. You in there 80%, you don't care about shit I got to say. <laughs> She's just going to do what she want to do and feel like it's the right thing. Now, I'm going to tell you something. While she wasn't looking, think I didn't stick my son on a little Motrin because see what happened was in the middle of the night, y'all can talk about me all you want to. I know the time and limits you can take these items. In the middle of the night, Blake will wake up and go pee. He doesn't ask for her because one, he doesn't want her to go. Two, even if he asked her, she wouldn't get up and go anyway. So he always says, Dad, can you walk me back to my room? All right, cool, son. Let's go. One of those nights, I walked him back to his room, felt his neck a little spicy for me, felt a little warm. I walked downstairs, five milliliters, brought it back up. Hey, kid, sit up a little bit. Gave it to him next morning. Ooh, ready to go. Nothing happened. That was about 2 o'clock a.m. Felt great. And then the fever came back the no, next it, day. No, yes, it, it did. No, it didn't. Yes, no, it, it did. Did. That's when his fever went I up didn't to one hundred four. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. We're not gonna argue about that because that's that's what that's what caused me to pull the potatoes out. Those potatoes. I'm still tripping about that. Yeah, if y'all would have saw those potatoes, that was the craziest shit ever. I got a picture of what the potatoes looked like when I pulled them off of Blake's feet. I can't if wait. you would like to see the potatoes, if they were like they ain't got no choice, so I'm putting <laughs> it. Uh, let me know. They did their job. For little old Blake. So I don't, I mean, I don't, I feel like gener- generationally, yeah. women you. have always Memphis. been the ones to do that kind of stuff anyway. Like as far as like the, the, um, natural remedies. And the caregiver, it's kind of, right? yeah, it's, it's yeah. kind of like your mom. My dad. Granted, I make a lemon tea. His mama makes a lemon tea. Fire. We make it very different because his mama uses Recipe. water, lemon, and sugar, like white sugar. And I just don't Top think tier. that we should be feeding the bodies with sugar when we're trying to get well. So I personally use Top honey. Tier. Now, but it's it, it's the same thing. Like your dad has never been the one to make you the lemon tea. No, nah, I don't think my dad made me nothing when I was sick. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then even though I wasn't feeling well, I made a big pot of soup from scratch. So I I don't know. It, it's kind of one of them things where it's like it, it's in me. <laughs> and I, I think that's how it is for most women. It's just it's just in you to be like the caregiver or caretaker, whatever. But 
I think you like to be uh, in charge of a lot of decisions when it comes to Blake. Do you feel like, say, look, 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 she can't even front. I feel like if it's a decision to be made, according to Blake, from sports to haircuts to medicine, she wants to be the one to have the final say. So it's like the buck stop here. Ask mom, because I'm going to be the one that has to make the final call. You are the veto. So I don't I don't necessarily believe that that is the case. Oh, you lying. However, when it comes to a lot of stuff. <laughs> However. When it comes to a lot of stuff with Blake, I like to look at him as an individual and not of necessarily what I would like him to do. So, like, Blake may say that he wants to do something, and I may feel like it's not the best thing for him. Okay. Whereas Barry is, like, you're very much the parent that's like, well, I'm just going to give you what you ask. I don't really care if it's not necessarily the best for you, but I want to make you happy. So, I just want to give it to you. And that's just not how I believe that parenting should go. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, okay, so you mentioned your hair. You You mentioned his hair. Yeah. Um, Bear wants to cut Blake's hair. Uh, not all of it. It's, it's, and it's, it's, it's I want him to keep his hair. Even though he doesn't like getting it combed, he actually likes having the hair on his head. Yeah. And I think to him, it's becoming like a part of his identity. Like, mm-hmm. I think he can't imagine himself without the hair at this point. Like, I think he really likes it. Um, so Bear and I have gone back and forth about that because he's like, I'm ready to cut it. But ready I know cut it's some, because <laughs> not all of it. Like, stop saying that. I know that it's because Bear doesn't like doing his hair. Hell no. Bro. <laughs> like that's what it boils down to. So it's like, are we cutting it because we genuinely think it should be cut and because he wants it cut, or are we cutting it just because it's an inconvenience to you? And that's why I didn't want to cut that's it because it's just thing an inconvenience I've said to you. To you is that you don't want to do it because it's an inconvenience, or you don't want to do it because it's an issue. When but, it comes to what? About everything. <laughs> about everything. But I did, I did like where you took me on that one. And it brought me out somewhere else. First of all, I want to say this too. Something I forgot to talk about. During Thanksgiving and throughout this entire pregnancy, I realized that now India cannot eat. She does not know how to eat food. Her belly has become a tray. <laughs> She will sit food. I can't yeah, eat show, without show, wasting show something on my belly. And you got something. Look, look, once again, she is taking full advantage of this pregnancy and she's eating in every room in the house. Show them how you eat your food. Go ahead and pull out your potato. Why? So you can show them. This is what she does well, right here. Know, it normally just sits right here. <laughs> look at this. She, y'all can't see this. It's a little, it's a little divot right here. She'll sit her food. This is a baked potato. Y'all. Right, look, 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 look. look. And, and, and right on cue. She cannot oh, eat food. <laughs> she cannot eat while wasting things on I can't herself. Eat without wasting now, nowadays. So I just wanted to point that out, man. But with all it being said, the remedies they may or may not have worked, but the household itself is now back in order. Give it up for yourself one time. I got nervous. I didn't know what was going to happen at that time. So everybody's comfortable. Everybody's good. Now, now, I want to talk about something else. Something scary happened. Can we talk about it? You don't want to talk about it. I don't know what she's talking about. So we had the flu. She has still has the flu left in her system. Saturday, 
We were supposed to go out. She had this whole day plan. She told me. I think she was telling a lie. She had this whole day plan. I wasn't plan. telling a lie. She had this whole day plan for me, supposedly, that we were supposed to be doing, right? Anyway, she wake up Saturday, and she said, uh, I don't feel, I'm saying her name. I don't feel, baby girl, like I need to. I'm about to go to the ER. I'm like, bro, this is the second time in one week you have did this to me. I'm stressed out. I'm sweating. <laughs> My nuts got hot. I'm like, bro, what in the hell is going on? I don't know what to do. Mind you, she was being strong. She didn't cry. But I can tell you were scared. Yeah. So I hadn't felt her move. Um, like at all that morning. So she didn't. Lately, she's oh. kind of had like a pattern. Like I wake up in the morning and, you know, she's kind of kicking and playing around. And then I'll eat breakfast and then yeah. she'll really kick it up a notch and then she'll yeah. kind of chill out and, you know, she's probably asleep or something. My heart. And um, I hadn't felt her all that morning. And then, like, the night before, I eat these, like, um, fudge ice cream bars. <laughs> and I had one before I went to bed the night before. Trifling. In the bed. Yeah. Oh, she ate it, if you were wondering. She ate it in the bed. I had this fudge ice cream bar and uh, I didn't really feel her moving after that. You know, that's something sweet and sugary and normally like babies in the womb when you eat something like that, they just, you know, start having a party. And I, I didn't really feel her do that either. So I was just like, ugh. So when I woke up that mor- the next morning, I still didn't feel anything. I, I got really concerned. Yeah. So I called the St. Thomas um, EROB department. Um, and so... They told me to go ahead and come in and get monitored. Obviously, I called my doctor and she told me to try some things to see if I could get her to move at home. And um, she was like, but I understand like you're concerned. If you want to go ahead and go in, you know, just go in and we'll give them a heads up that you're coming. So I said, OK, fine. So then before I did that, I was like, maybe I should call my doula because I didn't come have on, anyone. Man. Thank God. For to, um, I didn't really have anyone to come with me because that morning. My sister woke up and she felt bad. I was like, great, we've given her the flu. She Woo-hoo. has the flu too now. Right? Um <laughs> and so I couldn't so really like our the date that we had planned was gonna get canceled anyway, because she was out of commission. That's a fact. So um what was I saying? Long story less long. Thank you to the doula. So yeah, I called my doula. Oh, Bear was working. That's what it was. He had to yeah. teach, he was teaching class that morning. So called my doula and she was like, Well, I'll go with you. My doula is with Homeland Heart. I don't know if y'all have heard of that organization, but they're about a it. very beautiful organization that um trains black doulas to go into um less fortunate areas in Nashville. And so I'm working with them um as my doula. So <laughs> I hit up Alicia and she's like, oh, no, no, no. We're texting at this point. She was like, well, I'll come with you. But then she calls me. She was like, hey, I'm in the office now with Kristen. Kristen is the founder of Homeland Heart. And right now she is actually studying to be a midwife. She's just a couple babies away from being able to sit down and take her test. We've had her on the podcast. So y'all know who she is. Um, they were both in the office. And she was like, Kristen can check like her heart tones and you know we, we can look at that for you and you know if we're, we're still concerned then, then let's go to the er so i said okay fine i'll head out there and they check baby girl has a very strong heartbeat she's in like the 150s and she in there kicking it Everything she's in there having cool. a, a good old time and they're like you can't feel her 
I was like, no, I can't feel her. So then Kristen asked me, she said, do you have an anterior placenta? I said, you know what? I actually do. <laughs> and I completely forgot the hell out of me that my nothing. OB had told, like, when you get your 20-week, um, like, super long ultrasound where they check everything, that's when I found out that I have an anterior placenta. So basically, my, my placenta is, like, close to my skin, like, close to my belly. And so her kicks are kicking up against my placenta, and I can't feel them. <laughs> I don't know any of this. I don't know what any of this so, means. As far as, as, long as like, everything was cool, I'm cool. You know, like you see women's stomachs, and you know you can see the babies kicking and going yes. nuts inside the stomach. That hasn't really happened for me like this entire pregnancy. Only thing I can feel and see is when she starts like turning and like changing positions. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to them. They ease a lot of anxiety. But I was so stressed out that I came home and slept the rest of the day. <laughs> Which leads <laughs> to another segue, and then we'll go ahead and end the pod. But I gotta talk about kids again. If you don't have kids out there, you probably are not gonna know the vibes, but I have to break it down to you guys right now. When you have children, mom and dad and baby, their child, they can be out all day, tired when they get back in. Mom and dad are gonna want to sit down. Somehow, some way, every time mom and dad sits down, the kid will get a jolt of energy out of nowhere, and they will not let you relax. Blake is the example. On that Saturday, we came downstairs, and we're all sitting on the couch. All of a sudden, boom, Blake hops up. Ah! He runs from the kitchen to the um, living room, back and forth. Jumping and climbing on the back of the couch. Came in and sat right in the middle of both of us. And then all of a sudden, his favorite word is butt, booty, or buttocks. He kept saying booty, 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 booty. <laughs> Just irritating the shit out of us. <laughs> and then he'd get up and take our running again. Mind you, we're both stressed the hell out. So much so, guess what? You already know what your girl does. I'm just about to leave. But shit, what about me? What I think? I don't want to leave too. <laughs> the girl walked upstairs and closed the door of the room. Damn, they lock it. Left me downstairs with Blake. And all booty, booty, booty. Come on, Dad. Let's play. I'm like, I can't believe she did that. I did. I was getting so frustrated, y'all. I just walked, I walked right upstairs, to, went in, the, in my bedroom and shut the door. So and went to sleep. <laughs> the moral of the entire episode is while she wants to make all the decisions about the medicine, when it's time to play with a high energy kid, she's out of decisions and out of time. Tell the oh, people he's, where a, they can he's find. a great playmate. <laughs> Baird is a great playmate. But he acts like, yeah, he acts like an adult child on a regular basis. But like honestly, Bear is the perfect dad for Blake. For a kid like Blake. Top tier. Top tier. <laughs> Top tier. Best of the best. Because he is so high energy. You can't out dad me, boy. We can dad all day. Super dad. Oh, anyway. Speaking of dad, I got to pick up my kids. Yeah, we got to go pick Blake up from school. So, uh, you can find me at india.marie on Instagram. Um to find you in the hospital in about two or three weeks, man. We listen. We are on baby watch. <laughs> Chicken, 36 weeks. We'll talk about what we are doing on the next episode to prepare for the baby to come. But you can find me 
Be love 1911 on all social platforms. Please be sure to follow She and I podcast on YouTube. Like, subscribe, share, all of that. Instagram, leave us a message at she and I podcast at gmail.com. Man, we miss the hell out of y'all. And we hope that y'all miss the hell out of us too. But in the meantime, in between time, it's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 she I, 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 I